everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, Sintam Left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey King. Hello, how are you? I'm alright mate, how are you? I'm good, I'm good? good, yeah. It's a bit quieter in here today. It is a bit. Well, no a bit. punk with us this week. No, no. I do however have a dog sat right next to me, so <laughs> hopefully he, uh, he keeps quiet. <laughs> if not, who cares? Yeah, my cookie's n- well, rarely quiet. But uh, he's doing all right at the moment. Just to clarify, the dog is called Cookie. Yes. <laughs> anyway, mm. we're only two weeks away from the draft now, mm-hmm. unless I'm very much mistaken. No, you're not. Excellent. So just a couple of pods left until we have draft night, where we'll be watching it live mm-hmm. and reporting as stuff goes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, we managed to post everything up on to Insta- onto Instagram after every pick, so hoping to do that at least again. Um, and then obviously an aftermath podcast. Uh, to kind of dissect what happened in the, in round one. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. So before that, I know we've stayed away from mock drafts. We have. Until now, because obviously teams trade up and down, uh, pre-draft. But um, we're going to dip our toe next week into, okay. a, into a mock draft. And it's not, not just going to be us as well, King. We've got some special guests in. Right. To help us out. Okay. To uh, also GM. So Right. Yeah, it should be a good one. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I don't know who's going to pick in what order, but uh, we'll figure something out. We'll work that out. Yeah. So this week, we thought we'd obviously cut through the news very quickly, and then we'll talk about the most polarizing aspect of this year's draft, mm-hmm. the five, five, five quarterbacks, all right, count them, Yeah. that uh, are vying to go first round mm-hmm. and top half a first round, top yep. 10, top five. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll look through the quarterbacks and obviously um, delve into their pros and cons. Yeah, sounds good so to they've me. They've all got pros and they've all got cons. They do. Some more than others. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. So we'll do that. So we'll start with the news, King. Mm-hmm. And we're recording on the weekend today. We've had to push back the pod a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But in some ways it's good because there wasn't much news until Friday when the big news broke that Des Bryant has been cut by the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, now he's been there for eight seasons. Yeah, progressively less productive as he's gone on. Yeah, certainly. Well, he's f- well, I don't know about progressively. I think he fell off a cliff about two years ago. Right. Basically, when Romo left, his production okay. dropped. Right. Yeah, but, but his money hasn't. No, no, no. They yeah. still paid him as a top five wide receiver. I think. Yeah. So come on, then let's have let's have some words on there, Des Bryant. You know, how it's a good chance for you to um, slate the boy. He's not your favourite wide receiver, is he? No, he's not my favourite, no. Um, he's a good player. I like his physicality and what he brings to the table. Um, yeah. You know, he's got good hands. You know, he's he's the, the the sort of typical, the old school, you know, loud, brash. For the Michael Irving emo- type. Yeah, emotional. Cowboys receiver. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, just, I, I think his production's dropped off and they want to save money on the cap. So I, I actually don't have an issue with them cutting him. Um, he clearly hadn't built up the same rapport that he had with Tony Romo, with Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cole Beasley sort of fit that bill as as his go to. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's he's twenty nine years old. He's not. You know, you, you look at people like Larry Fitzgerald. He's an anomaly. Most most wide receivers drop off a cliff around thirty. Um, they can still be productive if they're as talented as as Des Bryant is, but. It's very rare you still get number one receivers, you know, pushing 32, 33. So, with them looking to potentially having to extend him, I think it makes complete sense for them to 
you know, to, to look elsewhere, potentially in the draft, where they're, where they're going to be drafting. There's some talented players in this year's draft. I don't think any are um, as good as Des Bryant is right now. But, um, you know, if you get them on a rookie contract and you feel like you can develop them, then, um, you know, it's an opportunity for you to save some money and invest elsewhere. Money does talk. I mean, if we talk about this, this cap hit you were mm-hmm. talking about there, it's going to be £16.5 million for each of the next two seasons if they yeah. kept him on. So, mm-hmm. and as you said, he has dropped down in production the last few years. He averaged 678 yards a season the last couple of years. He's missed 10 games due to injury. Um, he's had just 17 touchdowns in those years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, th- I think and it's all, he's move. got a mouth on him as well. Mm-hmm. He can't help himself. No. He's not, he's not a Larry Fitzgerald where he's quiet. No. <laughs> He no. makes it known that he should be a top five receiver, but he doesn't act like a top five receiver. No, no, or, or you know, he's, and he's not. And he's, as you've pointed out there with the six hundred yards, he's not playing like one. Um, you know, and he won't be willing to do a Keenan Allen type deal where he gets paid less than you'd expect based on his out previous output. Yeah, based on the durability concerns. Yeah, he won't listen to that. Either. No, whereas Keenan Allen did and came back and was was excellent. Now, and I, as I said when we signed that deal last year. Um, with Allen that's an excellent deal for both parties we lock up a player who when healthy is a top 10 receiver in the league yep. but when not healthy um, you know he he has a habit of not being healthy so you don't want to pay him like one um, but Des Bryant's not willing to make those sacrifices he you know there's right. still an expectation there and you know it, and that's probably why he's great is having that ego but unfortunately you need to back it up and he's not been able to do that the last two seasons and that's in a career of what eight years two seasons yep. is a fair amount of that so he yeah. needs to um yeah, could be, could be a quarter of that. Absolutely. So well, I could be. You're right. But no, he's um. Yeah, m- maybe this is what he needs. Maybe this is the catalyst he needs to, to, you know, to kick back up and and do what we expect him to, we expected him to do the last two seasons. But I think the Cowboys are right to make these moves. Yeah. Um. You know, as you say, the cap keeps going up, but Cowboys got some talented players that are need going to need to get paid. Um. And they they you know they freed up a massive massive. Um. You know, portion of their salary cap just just by releasing yeah Des. So and they've already made some moves um, in free agency. They've picked up Alan Hearns, of course, from the Jags. Yep, he's a downfield threat mm-hmm. receiver, and Deontay Thompson. So yeah, I don't know if they're the caliber. Yeah, I don't know if they're the caliber as Des Bryant, but he obviously doesn't have this connection with Dak. So Dak's the future of the team. Zeke's the future of the team. So yeah, move on from him. Yeah, and it's um. You know, I know Elliot was in some trouble last year, but you know he's um he's not loud and he's cocky, but he doesn't seem to cause f- problems on the field. Whereas Des Bryant shouting at coaches when he's not being thrown the ball, and you know if you're building Having a culture, yeah, yeah, if you built a new culture within that organization with the players you've drafted, you know maybe it is time to, to sort of cut cut the more outspoken veterans out if there's an opportunity to reload with young talent. He's also already come out and said he wants to play in the same division. Which is typical, Des. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't see any of those other three teams wanting him. No. Maybe the Redskins? Maybe the Redskins. Maybe. But, but they've got Terrell Pryor. Giants won't. Hmm? Giants can't afford to have him on the same team as OBJ. No, that would be, it'd be frightening. But it's... um, <laughs> Yeah. And also frightening from a from a GM standpoint, keeping an eye on both of them. There are four teams that have already expressed interest, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's Des's agent or actual interest, mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, apparently, Arizona Cardinals, Baltimore Ravens, Green Bay Packers, and Buffalo Bills are four potential landing spots for him. Yeah, for, or for, and, and that makes sense. They're four teams who don't have a number one wide receiver at the moment. The Cardinals do have Fitz, who would be the number one, but he is 
very very old for the for the position to be p- playing the he's way he's the playing. outlier isn't he yeah absolutely so that's not the norm whereas the other teams you know they've loaded up some talent tight end they've got Jimmy Graham if he can perform in Green Bay you pair him up with Des Bryant all of a sudden you lose Jordy Nelson yep. um, but you replace him with a younger younger you'd hope more athletic version um, you know because they're in win now really they've got Aaron Rodgers and this is you know they're not a particularly talented roster so if you can nope. get them some weapons um, you know Des Rodgers, Bryant in Green Bay that would uh, considering the history he's had with Green Bay and catching the ball yeah It'd That'd be, be interesting. Quite interesting. Yeah, and the Ravens, yeah, Ravens aren't talent rich at the wide receiver position, so that again makes sense. Um, they obviously, you know, Flacco likes a physical guy. You saw how well he did with Steve Smith, so um, you know, I can see that being a fit for him. But the drawback with the Ravens is they ain't got a lot of money to spend. They've only got ten point seven available, mm-hmm. so it might not be enough to to land Bryant if someone comes with a higher offer. Well, you still got to factor in the rookie contracts they're going to have to do as well. Granted, yeah, they won't be yeah, massive, yeah. but they still have to fit them within the cap. True. Um, yeah, so I think it's a good move for the Cowboys. And, yeah. could, and could potentially be a good move for Des Bryant as well. It clearly wasn't working out there the last few years. It wasn't getting any better this year. So no. you're right. Probably a good idea to move on. Mm-hmm. And we should move on as well. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the draft quickly because there are rumours that Denver are looking to move down in the draft. Yeah. Well, it um, makes sense. They're not going to get a quarterback. Then, well... There were rumours they were looking at quarterback, but... I don't think anyone will slept that far that they like. That's the thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They've obviously got their idea of who they want mm-hmm. first, and yeah, yeah I don't a, a big quarterback. I'm guessing someone over six three. It's a, <laughs> well, that's what Elway likes, isn't he? He does like yeah. If he could draft himself, John Elway, John Elway would draft himself. Yeah, and no one else. Yes. Um. Yeah, it makes it does make sense, but at the same time, they are missing some pieces, and they do need to uh, make some moves. So. Depends who's going for that pick, you know. Yeah, they they need to reload talent. They've got you know they they cleared some guys this year. Um, you know, there's quarterbacks the main area of need for them, but they're not particularly talent rich at the moment. They rely heavy on their defense, and and they need to they're, they're aging, so um, they need to yeah they need to find some some young blood and and sort of inject and sort of lease a life within sort of both areas really. Defense mm-hmm. now needs reloading and offense. Obviously, as we know is. Um, you know the running back position and tight end position for them, and and obviously their offensive line's poor. So, yeah, yeah, reloading picks sounds good if you can't get the quarterback you want. But there are other teams like the Giants could potentially move out of the number two pick. Yeah, so I mean, you I, might do a deal with them rather than the Broncos. Yeah, I'm, I, what's interesting is I'm hearing that the Giants will take Sam Darnold if he's there. Yeah, at two. If uh, if the Browns go to Josh Allen, which a lot of people are talking about at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. And if Josh Allen doesn't get taken one, then the Bills are going to go hell for leather to try and get up to number two to take Josh Allen. Right. So that kind of depends. If Darnold goes one, the Giants are a trading spot because mm-hmm. they they're not sold on Allen. They're not sold on Rosen. No. They're not sold on Mayfield, and they're not sold on Jackson. No. But the Bills are completely sold on Josh Allen. So it all depends on what the first pick. I don't think you'll see that second pick tra- uh, traded until we know the first selection's in whether it's Sam Darnold or Josh Josh Allen yeah which is yeah quite interesting <laughs> very interesting mm. but yeah after that you know the Browns shouldn't move out of spot four the Jets obviously are going three so then you have got the Broncos at five Colts at six might still move down as well so there are a few of those teams that despite the fact they're there for a reason mm-hmm. they probably need to move out of the, the spot as well yeah I think 
I think Browns at four could be a potential landing spot, but it depends whether they, you know, what what they're after. If they want to go heavy, get a Saquon Barkley, get a Chubb, um, you know, get a Nelson. I think they need to. Yeah, I, I, I stop moving I, down. And I agree they need picks. to. I agree they need to, but there's teams that are apparently massively sold on Rosen, the Patriots being one of them, who do still have first round picks. Yeah. Two first rounders this year, so you can immediately replace talent. Mm-hmm. They've got the forty third pick in the second round as well, and then maybe you know add, you know add another player, um, or add you know add add a second or third round pick next year, and I think they could go up from twenty one or twenty three, whatever they are, to um to fourth. Ooh. If Josh, if because I'm hearing they they are really sold on Josh Allen, Rosen, did you say? Uh, Josh Rosen, sorry, yeah. <laughs> so that could be interesting if the Patriots go all the way up to four. They are, a, yeah. They don't typically move up. They usually move down, but there are occasions when they have moved up. Yeah, they don't normally take a quarterback in the first round. No, tends to be second and third rounders. There's a couple of guys there that I think they could look at later on, but I think they realise that Brady's not going to be there. They've, you know, they've lost the heir apparent in in Garoppolo this year, which you know, frankly, they couldn't have afforded to keep Jimmy. him. And um, you know, Brissett looked pretty decent. So they yeah. lost him as well, so. Um, he looks to be almost a starting quarterback. Yeah, they, well, I reckon they'll take two QBs this summer uh, in this year's draft. Okay. Um, one late round, you know, as a project. Because Hoy's getting on in age as well as a backup. And, and one <laughs> yeah. to hopefully be the heir apparent for Tom Brady. So. Yeah, Brian Hoy was never the heir apparent to Tom Brady. No, was he? no, 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 no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Let's talk about your favourite player then, shall we, King? If you want. it's always good to hear you talk about your favourite player. Mm hmm. Defensive tackle Aaron Donald is reportedly not expected to take part in voluntary off-season workouts with the team when they begin on Monday. Okay. Now, obviously, Donald hasn't had his new contract yet. No. We have got president for him sitting out. Yeah. They ju- they got rid of everyone so they could have money to sign him. He's going to yeah. sign at some point. This is a leverage move. This is the final year of his contract. He's due to make a base salary of just under $7 million. Yeah, Which is nothing, by the no. way. 26 years old, four-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro first-team selection. He's coming off a 2017 season that saw him win the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He needs to get paid. Yeah, he does. Why are they dragging this out then? Well, this is just a leverage thing. They, you know, people need to set the market, and um, they need to understand what they're going to be paying him as. Because outside rushers get silly money. Interior linemen don't tend to get as much. Unless no, but you're not all Aaron Donald. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, absolutely. So it's um. You know, I think that he he's going to get paid. This is a leverage move from him. His agents can be dragging out because he'll have a number in his mind. The club obviously won't want to pay it. They're saying twenty million a year. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You know, get, get get your money. I think it will probably be end up being closer, sort of between the fifteen and eighteen. Um. Right. When it all comes down to it, but yeah, they're 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 sticking to their guns with twenty, and he's potentially going to sit out. The key word you said was what workouts are these? Voluntary. Voluntary. Yeah, all right, exactly. cool. So he doesn't have to be there. He's not sitting no, out no. Of, of mandatories. He's not. We missing know games. he's training with his uh, plastic knives. Yeah, so he is. He is. His sporks. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> that's it. Deadly. Um, he'll get he'll get paid because they they there's no way they they would have got rid of uh, rid of Ogletree and Quinn. No. If they didn't think they had a legitimate chance of signing uh, uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. Okay. Let's move mm-hmm. on to the next story then. It's a mm-hmm. bit of a felony watch type one because uh, Daryl Worley, mm-hmm. cornerback now for the Philadelphia Eagles, previously at the Panthers, uh, was reportedly tasered and arrested in Philadelphia on Sunday morning. Right, okay. Well done. Uh, apparently the incident occurred around 6am 
he be- Wally became combative with police, and then after he was found passed out inside a vehicle blocking a highway, and a gun was recovered at the scene. Um, this happened near the Eagles team facility. So, don't know why he's at six a.m. passed out in a car blocking a highway, but uh, yeah, you hope that's, that's, that's you hope that's just tiredness and not drink related yeah or drug related because mm-hmm. i um you know i have a real bugbear when it comes to those sort of things um they earn enough money they can pay for a driver pay for an uber at minimum so yeah, yeah don't be doing that stuff uh it's super dangerous uh you hope it's just tiredness and he was there overnight checking film learning yeah. the ropes <laughs> yeah oh cookie stop snoring there is a yeah, yeah there is a dog snoring um yeah uh we don't really know much about this at the moment, do we? But no, it's still early days. But uh, he is actually a Philly native. Is he? So yeah, he was born, born and raised in Philly. I didn't know that. On the playground is where he spent most of his days. All oh, right, okay. And yeah, it was part of the trade with Tory Smith to the Panthers. So yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're going to release him unless he can really explain himself. Unless you're like you said, I don't think he was studying film late night and then decided, oh, at six a.m., I better go home. And then just pass out. No, on the, no, <laughs> on the hard shoulder. Uh, no, yeah. And the gun thing as well. So you know, he's, if that's registered and it's just there for protection, obviously he's um, very in affluent. Philadelphia. I don't blame him. He's a very affluent dude who's um, you know probably carries some cash on him. So I understand if he wants to protect <laughs> himself, if, as long as that's legal and not uh, as long as it's registered, fine. then we're okay. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, silly boy though. If he's been doing stupid stuff, it is a shame he'd done all right in his first two seasons with the Panthers. I thought he'd, he'd stepped up, yeah, um, especially when they got rid of Josh Norman. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So it's a bit of a shame. Bit of a shame. But fingers crossed he can uh, he can move through that. Uh, the next story is again a little bit felony watchy. Okay, because I've got some uh, shocking news to report to you, King. What's that? Mark Sanchez has been uh, <laughs> has test pos- tested positive for PEDs. PDs. Yeah. Performance enhancing drugs. I always knew he was on drugs. I just never would have assumed they were the performance enhancing drugs. Peyote, based on his <laughs> low key vibes. It's happened and he's been suspended for the first four games of next season. No one cares. Well, someone was bound to pick him up as a backup. Yeah. He'll get picked up as a backup halfway through next season. <sighs> no one cares about his him popping for steroids. But also, if you're rubbish. Be better. Like, at least take... If I'm him, I'm taking all the steroids to try and become a starter. (laughs) Not going half-arsed at it and then still being a backup. Yeah. Don't take PEDs if you're a backup. If you want to be a legit starter, go for it. He's saying that he hasn't. Oh. Has he got the old Canelo Alvarez excuse? Has he been eating beef in Mexico? (laughs) He wrote this on his Instagram account. Right. I want to say unequivocally that I have never cheated or attempted to gain a competitive advantage by using a banned performance-enhancing substance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what he's been popped for? Uh, they haven't said exactly. Okay. Because there's a lot of banned substances, but the fact they've said PEDs and not banned substance means it's not marijuana or yeah, anything like that. He hasn't taken the regular season snap since 2016 anyway, when he was with the Cowboys. And then he was behind Trubisky and Glennon in the Chicago Bears depth chart last year. Yeah. That will never stop an NFL team from picking up Mark Sanchez. Well, no, he was a top 10 pick at one point. Someone will take him. Someone will take him. Yeah. But 
He's yeah. got 56.7% completion percentage. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think that's a big story. I just think it's hilarious that he's third on a depth chart of bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Tarisky's a rookie, so we'll let him off, but bad quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, clearly he's taking the wrong PDs. <laughs> For a long time. Yeah. Get Lance Armstrong on the blower. It has not worked. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> It's, uh, that's going to be a real shame when I don't get to see him play because I really like Mark Sanchez. Back to back championship games. Yeah. Not many, not many QBs have done that. Yeah, well done. <laughs> they always talk about that offense, don't they, for the mm-hmm. Jets during that time? Ne- oh, never yeah. the defense. Never, never no. that defense that was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> that's the news, King. I've got. I don't want to say anything else. This no, is, no, that's fine. It's basically it. Mm-hmm. So let's take a break and we'll come back and do our feature then for this week, which is. The quarterbacks in this year's draft. Yeah, I feel like we're going to be arguing. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. We are just two weeks away from the NFL draft 2018, and we've tried to avoid really delving into players. I know we did quite a lot last year because mm-hmm. I got you know, more interesting players last year, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not enamoured by anyone, really, this year. No. No. There's a couple of... Obviously, there's like Barkley and, and Chubb and stuff that look pretty decent, but yeah, mm-hmm. no one that's really like... I don't know. I've been compl- like enthralled by. Fitzpatrick's my boy. Just on a personal yeah, you note. love him, though. I do love Minka Fitzpatrick. You love him. I do. I do, I do. But we're not going to talk about him today. Uh-huh. Or about Saquon Barkley, or about Bradley Chubb. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about what most people are talking about, and seeing if they're getting it right or not. Uh-huh. Uh, the top five quarterbacks. Okay. So we're not talking about Billy Mason Rudolph or Kyle Laletta or... No, I like Kyle Laletta though. Ugh, no good. No good at all. I like him as a project. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, let's talk about the five quarterbacks mm-hmm. who are vying to go top ten mm-hmm. in this draft. And a lot of them would love to have their name called out first. Yep. And they've got a real possibility of having their name called out first. I think there's two that can have their name. There's a bit, yeah. there's, there's, it's between two people. Rightly or wrongly, two, but yeah. rightly or wrongly, there's it's between two people. Let's talk about the quarterback who the consensus now is falling is going to be the number one pick, and that is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah, quarterback from Wyoming. Yeah, the, and Wyoming the thing I Cowboys. hate about this most is that Mel Kiper is so smug. Yes, she's kept him number one in every mock so far. Stats are for losers, mm. apparently. Who the hell is Mel Kiper anyway? No, very good reference. <laughs> very good reference. Let's talk about uh, Josh Allen then. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the physical. Yeah, it's a joke. Six foot five, mm-hmm. two hundred thirty-three pounds, mm-hmm. thirty-three and a quarter inch arms, ten and an eighth inch hands span. That that puts him first on all of the five. Yep. Top tops the list on all five of the candidates. Yep. Uh, let's talk about two thousand seventeen. So I've noted down all the stats. Okay. So, yards per game, over 11 games, he averaged 165 yards a game, Mm -hmm. which puts him last out of the five. Yep. 16 touchdowns. Yep. Last out of the five. Okay. Six interceptions. I feel like you're trying to make a point already, but yeah. I'm just telling you facts. Okay. Okay. I'm not... I can't... I'm not massaging facts. No, 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 no. It's fine. Okay. Six interceptions. He's tied for first. Yep. But he did play three less games than the other person that got only six interceptions mm-hmm. and a completion percentage as you well know I do 56.3% that puts him again 
last yep. of all of the five quarterbacks vying for the, the number one. Uh, in rushing yards, he did 204. That puts him third out of the five. Yep. And five rushing touchdowns. That puts him second among the five different quarterbacks. Okay, yep. So come on then, let's talk about Josh Allen and why is he the consensus number one pick when I've just given him the stats that show that he's fifth in most uh, areas. Yeah. Um, well, the, the consensus is yes, he is. He's got, you know, the uh, the size that people like to have. Yeah. Um, you know the the Browns GM is is used to that. Is used to taking big body quarterbacks, big hands, big arms. That's what he likes. Small brains. No, no, I, I think that's unfair. But the um, <laughs> the reason teams like him is because he's got a special arm. Like he's Matthew Stafford, but probably better as far as arm talent goes. Um, which is a joke. A arm power. Yeah, arm strength. Yeah. 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 There's a difference between arm strength and arm talent. Well, I meant arm strength. Good, because he hasn't got the arm talent that uh, Matthew Stafford has. No, this is true. But Matthew Stafford also, funnily enough, had less than 60% completion percentage coming out of Georgia. And he threw to AJ Green. (laughs) How weird's that? Anyway. um, Yeah, but AJ Green likes dropping it. Not, no. Not in college, he didn't. He beat everyone. (laughs) He got drafted ahead of Julio Jones. That's how good AJ Green was in college. All right. But. Josh Allen, so last year they said that he lost a load of talent coming into the season. Do you know what that talent... You mean receiving talent? Receivers and tight ends. Yeah. Do you know where they got drafted? His receivers and tight ends. The the talented players that he lost at the start of last season that went to the draft. And why, he, why they got... No, drafted. no, the, the players that left college from the oh, previous okay, yeah. year. Who, do you know, do you know where got they got drafted? drafted? No, no, go on. They didn't. They, did, they went undrafted. <laughs> and they were, that was the talented players that he lost. Hmm. Yeah. His centre got drafted in the seventh round. Right. So he's playing with nothing. They can't right. get open. They lost, I think, six games when he didn't play. But he, he won more games than they, uh, you know, than anyone else for Wyoming. His um, his throwing as well. He's f- throws fifteen percent less screens per game than the other th- four quarterbacks. I mean, bubble screens. I mean, running back screens. Right. So he has no layups. He also throws for twenty five attempts per game. The others throw for thirty five percent. Um, attempts per game. So again, if you're if those that additional percentage of throws, the more throws, easier to increase your a- average based on the fact you're also getting layup throws. So I do think I agree. I really don't like it when a quarterback hasn't got over sixty percent. It really frustrates me. Yeah, they should have it at that level. But I've also, as I said to you a couple of weeks ago, I've never assessed a quarterback who's played with this little talent on his team with an offense that's a downhill throwing offense where he has really limited throws. So I know you said, what was it, 165 yards a game? Yeah. He's only making 25 throws a game. So from, from that perspective... And you're completing 25 throws a game? No, only throwing 25 <laughs> throws a game. The others are throwing for over 35 attempts. Mm-hmm. So he's not throwing the ball very often. And when he does, he doesn't throw gimme screens and bubble screens and all these like fives. He's fr- trying to throw down the field to receivers that can't get open. So I do Isn't think that a stupid tactic then shouldn't they have changed that? It's absolute madness. But that you're in college, like you still get plays called when you're in pros. And in college, I know you have a bit of a bugbear about this. He should audible. They mm-hmm. don't do that in college. Hardly anyone does. Baker Mayfield's the only one really that audibles out. The rest yep. of them will run. It will. They'll have gadget plays. They're not called runs. They they aren't meant to be doing this, or it's a run pass option. That's all yep. they do. Whereas, so they do, he doesn't have the opportunity to to audible out. So we've not seen him do that. 
We, most of them aren't under centre, so they can't even... They, so it's not really a pro-style offence, then? It's just... No, none of them are out of a pro-style offence. It's the closest to. He's under centre more than anyone any, else. any audibles. So it's like... Well, none of them are. None yeah, of them are. No, but what I'm saying is, you're, you're talking about a spread offence with mm-hmm. other teams, mm-hmm. and how they've got such an advantage because they're, they're spreading it out and they're making it easier for the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're also but why friends. are they making it deliberately difficult for Josh Allen? I don't know. The coach is obviously the coaching staff likes that. They're the same coaching staff that developed Carson Wentz, and his you know he was over sixty percent, but his his team, although a lesser lev- level, was still winning the equivalent national title. So they still he still had talented players around him. Whereas I don't think Allen has it. So I think what teams are projecting is you put him on a team with talented players, and he'll be able to make those throws because he does have those examples where he makes tight window throws. But there's also examples where on a 15-yard out route, he's overthrown him by three yards. no touch at all. Yeah. So I think and you that... Can, yeah, but you could say to any quarterback, mm-hmm. if you stick better players around them, they're going to play better. Yeah. Bad quarterbacks look good when they've got better players around them. I, I, I agree with that completely, but... Shouldn't a good quarterback make bad players look better? He does. They don't does win. He? They They lost all their games when he didn't play. Every game. They went 8-5 and five last year. Yeah. And they went 8-6 and six the year before that. Yeah. But when he didn't play, because he hasn't played for a full season, yeah, he, they haven't won a game. And why so has he, he is not played making, every game? Well, because what he's... Well, I think it's the same thing we see a lot of these quarterbacks do in college, which is they are so good compared to the rest of their team that they try and do too much and they get injured. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, dif- the difference is someone like Sam Darnold's just fumbling the ball non-stop, whereas Allen's trying to keep the ball and run over people because of his size. And he's, you know... Despite his um, stature, we are all human. Basically, what I'm saying with Allen, I don't know what he's going to be, but I think teams are projecting based on the fact that they can see the arm strength, they can see the physicality, he's good in gadget plays, and he has no talent. And that's not that's not his fault. No and receiving talent. You have to be very clear here. Cause you just in general. Got, just you in general. He's got no talent. We could say. Yeah, no. He, talent around him. Go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> talent around him. So I think the teams are projecting based on the things that they can see from a physical standpoint and flashes that are shown when wide receivers can get open and sometimes when they're not open, he still that makes is, a good play. That I'm is not, a massive gamble. It is a huge gamble. That is th- a bigger gamble. What is the point in scouting? If you just can go, well, we have to give him a wash for all his incompletions because, you know, it's not his fault. Okay, so all his completions aren't his doing either then. No. You can't, you've got to take away his highlight play. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think. So what is this guy? It's just it's another Trubisky, isn't it? Where we've hardly seen any games out of him. Uh-huh. He's playing in a, a weaker division mm-hmm. in college. And someone's going to get desperate and go, well, I think he's got a huge arm. So it's going to, you know, that's going to make up for his awareness, which isn't brilliant. Yeah. His footwork could be better. Yeah, his footwork's not bad. His footwork's too deep. Because he's so big, he yeah. gets too far back in the pocket. Which, for someone when you play speed rushers, he's going to have to do so many hitches. Because you put him yeah. against Von Miller, if you're going that far back, your your tackles can't block him that far around. No. It's especially, you know, when you've got these, they're so fast now, these defensive ends and outside linebackers, you need to stay compact. So um, I do think that's an issue. The, the thing that the Browns like about him is, yeah, he's big. That's, that's what their GM looks for. Um, he's got the arm talent. He's not played with talent. You know, he's not had talent on it in his in his team. So you're, you're, there is a projection which neither of us like. I know we no. we both don't like that. But they can sit in behind Tyrod Taylor and they think that they can work with. All coaches think they can work with talent. Yeah. And I think they this there that's a gamble, but it's a projection. It's one of those ones where he absolutely has the highest ceiling of all these quarterbacks. If he's good, it's only because he's such an enigma. If he's good, he's Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> which which Ben Roethlisberger is yeah. going to be a Hall of Famer. 
Yeah. If he if he plays how everyone expects him to in that within the Browns organization, I know you're rolling your eyes, but I within don't... the Browns organization, they think he's Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Or Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's not that, Carson Wentz. That's amazing. No, but if they think that's what they can get out of him, Carson Wentz has got touch. Yeah, but he's. I think he's either Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Wentz, or Jamarcus Russell, and that worries me. Yeah. So I don't see how you. <sighs> I don't want to sound like I've actually softened a bit to Josh Allen over, yeah. the, over the last few weeks. You know, when I first mm-hmm. looked at all the stats, it's like before I'd watched much game footage of him, I was like, this guy's a bust. You know, he's going to be yeah, worse yeah. than Trubisky. It's just, you know, they're just saying an arm, but there's no. What's the point in throwing 70 yards if you're not going to hit anything apart from the, the defense? Yeah. You know, he's the, not. The, yeah. game, the game is advanced. The game is moving more towards screens and bubbles and. Yeah. Getting the ball out quickly. You you can't hold the ball more than three seconds in the NFL. No. No, I agree. I, I agree. So I'm just I'm just looking at this guy and thinking this is a throwback type quarterback. This is one that yeah. would have gone in two thousand seven, but I can't believe he's going in two thousand eighteen and being talked about as number one. Yeah, I th- I th- the thing that worries me So you look at Jameis Winston last year, when they when players try and force it, they play badly. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, think yeah. that Josh Allen's been doing that consistently at college because he's frustrated that no one else is helping him. Yeah. And I, I think that's legitimate. I think that's understandable from his perspective. He wasn't meant to be in. He's placed for Wyoming. I'm sorry. If he was this good in high school and all this, he'd have been more touted then. He's not supposed to be in this position. He got no interest from FBS programs yeah. after his high school career. Yeah. He had to sign with Reedley Community College in California for the 2014 season. Yeah. And it was only, like you said, because uh, Craig Bowl mm-hmm. uh, spotted him and said, oh, I think he could be the next Carson Wentz for me. Yeah. That he gave him a chance at Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that he's frustrated that he's in. He's now all of a sudden developed. They developed him into a... He's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Great college quarterback. But he's playing on a team that just isn't... It doesn't have the capacity to support him or or portray him in the right light. No. And, and whether that's him and he he is actually bad and or not bad, he's just an average player, yeah. good college quarterback, but yeah. isn't going to work in the pros. We don't know whether it's that nope. or whether he just is doing everything he can. He's forcing stuff because he's not got talent around him, mm-hmm. and um, and he's going to be brilliant. He's going to set the NFL on fire when he gets up there. And it's it, but I don't like these question marks. I don't like this. I I don't like. I've never had. To, it's so confusing because I've never had to assess a quarterback who's played with such like so, no talent around him. Mm-hmm. It's it's really strange because everything these five is a projection. King have got premier receivers to throw at. You look at players. So Darnold had a great two two seasons previous two years. Who do you th- the wide receiver that you love now that plays for the Steelers? Did you just miss Yeah, so he was thrown to him for the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah, he was a first like what second round pick? Sorry, I'm talking about 2017. I know, but I'm saying that Donald's Donald's play dropped off when Juju Smith Schuster left. Yeah, but at least he was thrown at one point to Juju. So you can, you yeah. can see there's tape there of him going. Oh, he can fit it in when he got when he's got a real elite wide receiver. Mm-hmm. There's none of that with Josh Allen. His receivers went undrafted. It's so it's real. It's just so tough to assess because everything you're doing now, and this is what all teams are doing. And I'm not a coach, so I don't see all the intricacies that, and nuances that they see. So I'm, you know, I I can't pretend to understand what they're going through. But I don't like that everything you're doing is a projection. It's no. not. There's not. You know, there's there's certain tangible things that you can look at, but he's just such an enigma. How often? How often in the NFL do you see someone throwing a 60, 70 yard pass? Yeah, no. Compared to how many times you're throwing it three yards, four yards, and, and, and seeing the run after the catch. 
I like. Do you know what? I like strong arms. I don't like really strong arms because I think the, the the two quarterbacks with the strongest arm in the league at the moment are Cam Newton yep. and Matt Stafford. And yep. for anyone who's listened to this podcast more than once, <laughs> I will have mentioned that Cam Newton only throws fastballs. Yes, he doesn't throw change ups. Doesn't throw these touch passes. No, and it's this was the first season where I actually started almost introducing that into his game didn't well, he? well he had to because they, they got rid of you know they drafted massive wide receivers for one reason Benjamin they didn't Funches. they didn't feel like he could hit a barn door so yeah. they needed big body receivers that can catch a ball that's absolutely lightning at them but you know and I, I don't I don't it worries me because I think that Allen could be like that I've but you, on his pro day showed some excellent touch throws so maybe we're wrong but it's I don't know. I just I, I want someone with a really nice strong arm rather than someone who's got the biggest arm I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't care about pro days and I don't care about combines anymore. No. You know, that is fine when there's no pressure on you. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the center. Yeah. I'm glad you've softened different. on Alan though cuz I think I have softened. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm I think he's a bust anymore. I don't I, he could be a very like you said. Yeah. A very good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He could I can see the the positives in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, I've listened to other scouts and stuff and you know, the positives they've spun on it. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, at the end of the day, it is a huge gamble. It is. Much more than the other four. Yeah. In terms of his upside. Yeah, he could... Yeah, you could say you've got the, the best upside because you don't know how far it goes because you don't know how, you know, mm. got almost nothing to go on with this guy. Yeah, I didn't realise that when he was out, though, they didn't win any games, which I, I, I know I keep harping on about the no talent. The fact that he is he is making his team better, um, he's just completely outgunned. Yeah. Um, so you know that to me is a positive, but oh, he's just so hard to assess. I don't like I don't know I don't like the fact he plays at that level because Wentz played at a lower level than Jared Goff did, but yeah. Wentz's team still had talented players who were going to be drafted. I don't know. It's real tough for Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, either abs- has the potential and, and the talent and the attributes, phys- like physically, I mean, to to be a just a monster in the NFL but also I just I just haven't seen enough of him no and I'm struggling with all the quarterbacks in this and we'll, we'll go on we've, we've talked got, about this yeah. a lot but I was <laughs> yeah. mad Madness. I was going to say actually one thing talking about his receivers not being open mm-hmm. you know, I did see a report and mm-hmm. I did did notice it a couple of times mm-hmm. in watching his game tape where he sometimes he runs out of the pocket before he needs to mm-hmm. so sometimes he breaks that contain without right, needing okay. to and so he's not actually in the right position to throw the ball in the first place. Yeah, because he's got the arm power, mm-hmm. it still gets out and towards the the receiver. Yeah, but there was so little chance of actually making it. Yeah, it's interesting when he has a clean pocket and he throws it. You see defenders stood in front of his like so they're double covered. Mm-hmm. There'll be a defender short to thinking I've got an interception here. Yeah, and you see it just blow past them over their heads, two, three, four, five yards over their heads, and you can see the cornerbacks going. I've never seen an arm like this. Yeah. And we saw it a, a little bit with Mahomes last year, where you'd see him make these throws on the run. You're like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be an interception!" And it yeah, just sails it over the going, defender. Yeah. So he does. He's got a special, special arm. But yeah, if he's um, he needs to be someone like that. You need to keep him in the pocket and occasionally run. Like Wentz, is, Wentz came in and, and all of a sudden was a pocket passer who, uh, you know, went on these little snaky runs to get him, get himself out of danger. Yeah, and he's big enough. He's big enough to hold off. Defenders and, and pass rushers, same way Roethlisberger does, and we've seen Wednesday last year. So mm-hmm. that's encouraging as well. I do like yeah. the size, but um, it can be a you know it can be a positive. But it's just he's such an enigma. <laughs> but he's probably going to go number one. I think he will go number one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. 
Absolutely mm-hmm. great. And no knock on the guy. You know, I'm sure he's a nice guy and I mm. do wish him the wish him the best. Yeah. But I just can't see how anyone could could hang their career on that guy. No. It's interesting because Jordan Palmer coaches him and um Sam Darnold. Yeah. And Jordan Palmer came out and said, like, I love Sam Darnold, me and him become like brothers. But I have never ever seen an arm like Someone who's who's got just the ta- the attributes you'd want in a court in a quarterback. The game isn't about how far you can throw it; it's about how accurate you can throw it. I think, yeah, I think he means the full package. I think obviously it's different different when you're in shorts without pads and you're throwing to open wide receivers. But mm-hmm. um, it's interesting that he sort of I don't know. I think that based on interviews I've seen with um, with with their coach, he's um, yeah, he seems to be sort of like the wow the wow comments tend to be about Allen and not Darnold. Yeah. So let's start talking about Sam Darnold, shall we? Mm-hmm. I think we've we've covered Josh Allen pretty well there. Yeah. So let's talk about Sam Darnold, who for a long time was the consensus number one pick, the safest probably pick at number one. Yeah. Start uh, of the season as well was was the number one QB on everyone's board. Yeah. Uh, six foot three. Mm-hmm. So he's joint third among the five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Two hundred twenty pounds. Third among quarterbacks. Uh, Thirty-one inch arms. So he's fourth longest arms mm-hmm. out of the five. Um, and nine and three eighths inch uh, handspan. Yeah, that's, that's the worst out of the five. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes from USC. Uh, USC. Uh, born in Capistrano Beach, California. If we look at 2017 campaign, then he played 14 games. He had 296 yards per game. That put him third. 26 touchdowns. That put him third. Uh, 13 interceptions. That's the worst out of the five. Um, also had 11 fumbles, which is um, horrific. Yeah, he led the whole of college football with. The yeah. most turnovers. But his completion percentage was 63.1. That put him second out of the five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth for rushing yards, only 82 last year. And uh, five touchdowns, that put him second best. Mm-hmm. Uh, joint second best. Mm-hmm. So he does run it in occasionally. Well, he, what, what are we going to say about Sam Darnold then? Um, I There's a couple of things I really like about him, straight off the bat. Yep. One is his... You know, he is clutch. The amount of fourth quarter comebacks he's had since joining USC uh, has been pretty impressive. He's only started for two seasons. Yep. Um, so we've, you know, although we've, it's not been a huge sample size, he wasn't, you know, starting as a freshman. Um, but yeah, he's, he's started for the last two seasons. Um, yeah, he's done well. He's had some talent around him. He's more of a pocket passer, as, as you can see from the, the rushing stats that you mentioned there. Yep. Um, he's pretty polished when it comes to from from that perspective. I like his decision making. Um, I just don't like the turnovers. That's a real issue for me. It's a bugbear. I I do I do think that that translates into the NFL. You look at Jameis Winston, had loads of turnover issues at Florida State. Yeah. Last season, turnover machine. Yeah. So when they really really work at it, which I think sometimes can impact their game. Um, you know, Winston made a real effort the first two seasons. Um. You know, and and last year was was atrocious, frankly. Um, yeah. And I think again, he tries to. He suddenly reverted back to this, you know, subconsciously playing rather than consciously thinking about turnovers. Mm-hmm. Starts, you know, makes mistakes, overthrows people, becomes erratic, and turns the ball over. It's been backyard football again. Yeah, absolutely. Me? So I think that um, that is that is a a bit of a, a question mark from my perspective with Donald. I really don't like it when they have tons of turnovers, especially fumbles. Um, the as, as Joel Klatt said mm-hmm. uh, when they were talking about fumbles, mm-hmm. he said you can train that out of a player. And Kurt Warner had problems with fumbles mm-hmm. before he went to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. 
They must turn them into a Super Bowl. Yeah, they t- and and the turn the the fumbles he's had do tend to be like one hand on the ball trying to escape a rusher, and he gets nicked. No, John um, Green talks about two hands on the football. Two hands on the football, absolutely. So it's like, yeah, it's something. You, there are bits you can work on, and I do think that would reduce. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's something that I would be a little bit concerned with. I like his body type; he's quite thick, so I think that he won't. He's more durable. <laughs> Not the old thick. You love it, I like the you? Colin Coward. He's um, I like him thick and chunky. Thick and chunky. <laughs> no, he is. You know, he's a stocky lad, isn't he? So I think that he's a bit more from he's a durability standpoint. I, I like. Just told you, he's like, he's only the third. Yeah, I know. Sorry, second heaviest. Yeah, but I think it's um, yeah, second heaviest behind a giant. No, sorry, third heaviest. Rosen's heavier than. Oh, that's very odd. By six pounds. Oh, Rosen looks slender though. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just, um, I think he's game fourth quarter. That's what. That's where you make your money. That's where you win big games, and that's how you get to Super Bowls. It's when eleven you, and when three, despite all those interceptions and, t- yeah, and yeah. fumbles, so yeah. they're still pulling out wins. Yeah, they've got a good team as well, USC. So um, he's played against very good competition. Yeah, it's a good conference. Yeah, the 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 only real the real red flag as well is that the USC UCLA game. He was completely outplayed by Josh Rosen. Mm. <laughs> that's not good no but I think the da- Donald's there's less question marks about Donald it's the only the only real red flag for him is is those turnovers the mm. rest of him he is if he if he had five turnovers last year he, he would be number one yeah They'd, the Browns would have already put their ticket in it's, <laughs> it, it's that simple yeah that's the only concern with him and he did his pro day in the rain and everyone was, was gushing great. over him weren't they that was cool I thought it was clear he waited so he could throw in the rain I, yeah. I really liked that um, you know, and I he comes across very, very well in interviews. He's quite a personable dude. He's um mm-hmm. seems like a, a locker room could rally around him. Um Certainly not uh a negative force in the dressing room by the sounds of it. No, no. Seems um seems to be a leader. I think people like him, he's quite mature. I mm-hmm. think he gets on with older people. The fact that you know he's built that relationship with Jordan Palmer. I know Palmer has to say nice things because he's his coach. <laughs> what another job. But um yeah, I think that I I really like Donald actually. I think out, out out of everyone, I think Donald's my favorite. Okay. Um I think that's probably who I would take if I was a GM. Mm-hmm. Um I just the question mark I have is is about those turnovers and that's something that people need to get over, but that is the only question mark. There's not a size issue, there's not an off the field issue, there's not a teammate issue, there's not a, is he does he love football issue. No. There's not is he an erratic passer with a weird, you know, his throw motions are odd or you know, he runs too much or you know, we, do we have to change the offense? He is the, you know, he is a quarterback. He's a pocket passer. And he's, the plug and play. He's got guy. absolutely, and I think it, the only red flag with him is the turnovers, which is why I would take him ahead of everyone else because I think there's bigger question marks about everyone else. The other thing I'm hearing as a reason not to draft him mm-hmm. number one is that you, the ceiling is apparently you know visible. We know what this guy can be, but we don't know what someone like Josh Allen can be. So yeah. that's why if you if you're gonna hang your hat on a on a guy, you might as well go for the one that's got the bigger upside. Yeah. And Donald doesn't seem to have the biggest upside. No. No. Fairly I've, or unfairly, I think that's probably unfair, but yeah. I think it's unfair because I, I I don't think you know I've based seen some amazing stuff from Sam Donald. Yeah, based on that, I, I I'm thinking Andy Dalton, middle of the road guy. I think he's yeah, more he's better than that. Sure. Yeah, I think he's a less erratic Kirk Cousins. I think he he's a bit of a gunslinger who probably, you know, I th- I think that I think he he will iron out these kinks, which is why I'm saying I would draft him. Yeah. Um, the turnovers, like you say, two hands on the ball, things like that. Just if he if he halves the the fumbles, I think he once he gets a bit better with um. 
I think when when he gets under center, I think actually it will help him. Yeah. Um, I think that this these spread offenses don't aren't always conducive to like you know typical NFL quarterback play. So I think some of the interceptions won't happen. Mm-hmm. The defenses tend to play a lot more man. You learn about zone better. Um, you know the receivers are better. Um, so I think that it's um, I think he'll iron out some of those interceptions. They'll reduce, and I think the fumbles will go. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I I I think he has got a ceiling. Don't get me wrong; he's not got Allen's ceiling, which is a joke. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, you're doing him a little bit of a disservice to imply that his ceiling's relatively close to where he is now. I think he can improve and and be sort of one of the upper echelon as far as quarterbacks goes. I just don't think you're going to have a conversation about him being the best in the league. No, but seldom they win. Tom, yeah, Brady, yeah. Tom, Tom Brady wins. He is the best. Mm-hmm. Rogers won one once. And yeah. Once he's the best. Roethlisberger has always been in the conversation of top five, but he's won two. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's ever said Roethlisberger is the best quarterback in the league. No, I haven't. No, so I, I don't necessarily worry about that. No, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. You'd have to be the best quarterback yeah. to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I I Nick I Bowles? I think he's I think he would be well he would be my selection if I was taking a quarterback. You'd pick Sam Darnold. What do you reckon? No, I think you're absolutely right that the fumbles can be uh, got rid of. Mm-hmm. And I think it's unfair to say that. I think that's more people pushing Josh Allen to then try and negate what uh, Sam Darnold can be, you know. Yeah. Um, it's your own narrative. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, yeah, I would have no problems if the Browns picked up Sam Darnold with number one no. pick, you know. They can then, they've got Tyrod Taylor there. He can tell them about completing the ball yep. and uh, not turning it over. Yeah. He's sneaky athletic as well, Darnold. Yeah. He's not Tyrod Taylor level of athlete. No, but, but he can shimmy around yeah. in the pocket. And no, he's um, and move about a bit. Yeah, don't know if you know, but Donald isn't actually the most famous member of his uh, family at the moment. I didn't know the most famous member of the Donald family is actually his grandfather. Okay, Dick Hammer. Say again, <laughs> Dick Hammer. What the porn star? No, Dick Hammer was a USC baseball player. Uh, sorry, basketball player, mm-hmm. an Olympic volleyball player, and an actor. So he was actually one of the Marlboro men. If you know what. No, I don't. Kids won't know what Marlboro is, but cigarettes. There was a cowboy actor for the adverts. Oh. Is he more famous than is Sam Arnold? Fam- well, he won't become uh, draft day, <laughs> but at the moment, Dick Hammer is the uh, the claim to fame in that household. Wow, okay. Okay. I think cool. uh, Sam's dad, Mike, he also played football at Redlands College. Um, yeah, he's from a family of, of, um, of athletes. athletes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's. Um, I just had to get the name Dick Hammer in there, because that's an amazing name. That is. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a nickname. That's amazing. That's just his name. Great. Uh, yeah, I like Sam Darnold. I think he's my pick. Okay. Would be my pick. And there is still a good chance that the Browns do pick Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think it's between Allen and Darnold. I think num- you're right. For number one. But you think that if the, the Browns take Allen, then the Giants will take Darnold? Oh, the Giants! They'll, they'll the Giants! Out. The Giants only want Darnold. So if he's available at two, you think they're the going to take him. Darnold? Okay, they will take Darnold at two. And, and despite what the Bills might throw at them, the Bills want Allen. So if Allen's gone, I think uh-huh. the Bills stay where they are and take, just get two first-round players. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe come up and get a pass rusher, or maybe Saquon Barkley to help you know alleviate some of the glaring issues they've got at QB. <laughs> um. So not a QB to alleviate their glaring issue at QB. I just I don't think they're sold on the others. That's crazy though, isn't it? That you've yeah. been sold on Josh Allen but not on any of the others. I don't think there's a massive difference between any of these guys. No. At this point in time. No. 
So let's talk about the third one then. Mm-hmm. Let's go for Josh Rosen, shall we? Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen, six foot four. Yep. So that makes him the second tallest out of all the five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two hundred twenty-six pounds, the second heaviest. Uh, Thirty-three and a three-quarter uh, inch arms. That makes him the third longest arms mm-hmm. out of the five, and the second longest hand span. Comes from UCLA, uh, born in Manhattan Beach, California. I was going to say, um, Josh Allen was born in Fireball, California, so that's three Californian quarterbacks. Wow. So far. Uh, let's look at 2017 then. Josh Rosen only played 11 games, mm-hmm. which is one of the main reasons that we're going to draw on floors about this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did post 341 yards per game average, which makes him the uh, top mm-hmm. on that one, but like I said, there was three games less to yep. have that average knocked down a bit. Uh, 26 touchdowns that puts him third. 10 interceptions puts him joint third. And 62.6% completion percentage, again, puts him third. Mm-hmm. One of the most amazing things about Josh Rosen is how he likes to run backwards. So in last year's games, he posted minus 97 rushing yards. Still still scored two touchdowns. So that wow. boy's taking sacks, I'm guessing. And quite a few. Yeah. Yeah, seems to go that way. minus hundred yards. Yeah, unless their tactics just to kneel the whole of the second half. It wasn't an anomaly either because 2016 he posted minus 72 rushing yards. Yeah, so he's really not going to run. He's not a guy who he will. Won't uh, run, he won't scramble. He's not going to. He's not a scrambler. No. <laughs> no. 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 Which is kind of good based on the fact that as you touched on, he misses games, and I don't like the fact he's tall. Yeah, he's a bit heavier than Donald. Yeah, and I know you hate the description, but. Donald's Donald's stocky and looks durable. Yeah, I look at Donald. We know Josh Rosen is not durable. No, we know he's not durable, and he doesn't look durable. It was my biggest. It's not just him. I think it of Jared Goff played excellent last year. Mm-hmm. I still think he doesn't look durable. No, like he's one hit away from missing six frame, games. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm not always sold on that. I like someone a bit more. You know, a bit more chunky. Um, looks like they can take the hits and you know can can roll with it. Um, so that is a that is a red flag. He's also a bit of an odd dude, isn't he? Like, I don't know if you've seen it, interviews with him and stuff. He's a bit nerdy, but so is Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah. you know, maybe I'm... Uh, that's a bit harsh. You know, I, I don't know enough about this. They've got question marks about whether he loves football because he got, he's got he got other hobbies. I, I think that's a that. bit of a reach. I don't I, care yeah, about I'm that. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not... Are you supposed got, to go home and dream of football? Well, the, the only reason that I, that's, I can think of that maybe hasn't come out, because... You know his own his old coach Jim Mora came out and said he would take Sam Donald ahead of Josh Rosen. Yes, that's a red flag. Yeah, that's a legit red flag. But maybe what his coaches aren't doing now because what they need to be is advocates for him so that he gets taken really high because it's much better for recruiting. Mm-hmm. Maybe what the teams have found out is he's uh, they're saying he doesn't like football because he doesn't get into the building early enough or stay late or do enough with film and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think maybe that's something that they've heard that we haven't um and again that would that would cause issue for me yep but as far as actual playing he is the most pro ready now his footwork's cleaner than everyone else's um he throws with touch and anticipation um he's got a decent arm it's not Josh Allen but he's right there in the middle with all those guys yep um yeah he looks solid he had a really good game against USC which is a high pressure environment which i like um, that's one of the things UCLA sorry uh, no against US, USC oh, against sorry. USC yeah yeah, yeah right. but I think that I like that I like it when people step up in big games or they have fourth quarter comebacks Russell Wilson had it coming out of college love that from him yeah um, you look at last season um, and Deshaun Watson steps up and, and makes all these 
makes all these plays for Clemson. Yeah, like, lo- love that as well. So that's that's a real positive for him. Um, yeah, it's just that slender frame, and and whether there's more to these does he love football comments that again I'm just a bit wary of. He does have good games. You're right. Mm-hmm. He did 400 passing yards against Arizona State, but then he does three interceptions against Texas A&M. You know, there, mm. there are peaks and troughs to this guy, as you said, mm-hmm. which is concerning. You're right. No one really questions how good he is on the field. No, he's a he's a he's got a real nice fluid motion. He throws a tight spiral. He's got a decent arm, and he puts it in. You know, he can find throwing windows. The problem is he's not on the field enough because he gets that, injured. That's the issue. Again, I'm going to go back to Joel Clatt, who I. Mm-hmm. Uh, respect deeply yep they talked about Rosen saying that you know because he's a little bit bigger he feels he can stay in the pocket he can take the hits and that's probably worse you'd prefer him to get rid of the ball rather than hold it for so long and take that hit because they're no good to anyone when you're not on the field yeah and whereas you can train fumbles out of someone like Sam Darnold you can't train injuries out of Josh Rosen no he's been injured on his his front shoulder because he only played six games in 2016 hmm because he was just knocked out of the out of the season. Yeah, yeah. It, that's something you can't get around. He's had uh, two concussions during last year. He missed one regular season uh, game and their bowl game against Kansas State because of it. So it's not just physical. In- there's there's concussions going on as well as injuries to his throwing shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm... that's that's the big worry for me. Is yeah, that you're going to get a guy who's bust up already. So you're you're giving a top three pick. So this guy, I mean, we're hearing with the Jets, it's probably Rosen because he's polished. And they don't want to, they don't take a chance with a, a project because they need to put him in soon. Yeah. And if he's healthy, if he stays healthy and he really loves the game, he's he's going to be, a, he's he's another one similar to Donald. The ceiling's lower than Josh Allen's is. But yeah. I feel like he, him and Donald both have, are more like, I, in my opinion right now, if I had to put money on it, they are more likely to be very, very good players than someone like Allen who could be great but also or, or could be <laughs> yeah. you know an erratic passer of the ball who's got a cannon for an arm yeah so you know I th- I, I, li- I like Rosen I like the fact he's polished and I actually don't think that's a bad move for the Jets if they're comfortable that he can um, he can stay healthy then um, you know I think that's a solid move for them they need someone who can who can step in straight away um, you know he, he will be an upgrade from the guys they've got there at the moment so um yeah, I think that's a solid move for the Jets if they can get him at three. But I wouldn't take him. You wouldn't? I wouldn't take him at three. Like I said, we've got the red flags on his injuries. Yeah. But the other thing is the attitude issues. When he came out and said that he didn't want to play for Cleveland, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you want to play for him or not. You don't say it. You never put yourself out there like that and say that. So that's an issue. The other problem I've got is that he doesn't sound completely genuine, does he, when he's giving an interview? He's no, talking he- about both sides of his mouth. Yeah, he's um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Like, I yeah, I'm just, I don't know. He's um, he's one of those old characters. I just, is he's tough to gauge. I don't necessarily, you know, I can kind of understand why some of the criticism has come at him based on, you know, about his commitment to football and these kind of things. You know, he's mm-hmm. obviously a talented player. He's obviously put work in. So you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But he never, you know, he never seems particularly passionate or. No, you know, like he he's having, a very great, like he's having loads things. of fun. Like it's he seems a, very Eli Manning. About yeah, yeah, things. I think that's a that's a really good example. So yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I just think, as far as polished quarterbacks go, this year he's the most polished coming out. But I don't think you can take a chance on him. He's more of a risk than any other quarterback. I think. Uh, yes, he's certainly one of them. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. The defensive players are going to have a field day trying to get to him, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They won't. They can't wait to get hold of him. I agree. So we've got two quarterbacks to go. Mm-hmm. So we're moving down the list of people we were expecting to get drafted. Yep. Although, this could be my favourite player now. Okay. We're talking about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The uh, Oklahoma quarterback from Austin, Texas. He's he's not got the uh, physical uh, stats going for him on this one. No. He's six, six foot one, which still makes the worst out of the five, but mm-hmm. still over six foot, so he's bigger than Drew Brees. 215 pounds. I put some fourth heaviest, uh, only above Lamar Jackson. He's got the worst uh, length on arms, 30 and a quarter inches, and the fourth best hand span, nine and a quarter inch. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that. Could be better. But that's getting better for him. Yeah. When we start talking about his game stats. Mm-hmm. So last year only, 14 games, 331 yards average per game. That puts him second, only behind Rosen. And we've already talked about the fact that Rosen had three games less to keep that average up. Yep. 43 touchdowns puts him first. Six interceptions puts him joint first with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Again, Allen played three less games. Yep. And a completion percentage of 70.5, which you were instantly knocked because he's throwing easy passes. I won't knock it. I, Plus, I, that's hugely impressive to a guess. It should be. 60 is my caveat. So I've not, I don't think I've ever seen 70. Well, there you go. Mm. Uh, and rushing yards, 311 yards, that puts him second. And five touchdowns, that puts him second in rushing yep. for the five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So here we've got a guy who for three years has been solidly doing it for Oklahoma. Yep. Only getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's posting stats which should make him a nailed on starter in the NFL. Yeah. But he's not <laughs> he's not in the conversation for the number one pick. No, I know. I know we both are big fans of PFF and, and what they're doing yeah. and, and some of their ratings stuff. Some of it's a little bit obscure. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, they have a tendency to be, you know, pretty pretty on the mark. Um and they have if they in their mock draft they had Baker Mayfield going number one to the Cleveland Browns, yeah. Based on their ratings, the last two years he has mm. been the best college quarterback. Yeah. So even prior, so even prior to people coming out last year, he was the top rated quarterback last season. He as has well. the stats. He does. He's excellent. I love that he's a walk on into colleges. Mm-hmm. I love it because yeah. he loves the game. He's fiery. He's fierce. He is the most natural leader I've seen come out of college for a very, very long time. Yep. Very long time. This guy's a general, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, Andrew Luck was a, you know, was a leader at Stanford, um, but he led in a different way. He led, you know, he led by example. He was in there early, he put all the work in, did the film study. Um, he was physical when he played. Andrew Luck, you know, if he, there's an interception thrown. I don't know if you've seen the video. He plays like a linebacker and absolutely tortures a bloke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to people rally around that. Whereas yeah. Mayfield, he's brash, he's in your face, he'll have your back. Um, you know, he wants to win. Yep. He puts it. You know, puts onus on his own game as well, which you know, which which always helps. Yep. Um, yeah, he's a he's just a natural leader. Um, it's fantastic. It's just the size thing. It's just the size because because actually, as far as arm 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 talent goes, I think he's got the second best arm out of all of these guys. Yeah. His arm accurate. is ridiculous. He's he is. Don't get me wrong. He does get these gimme throws, and I, I, I'm, this isn't me, for me to harp on about mm-hmm. it. That's the offense he plays, and that's why he gets so many touchdowns because they have Clever a lot of offense. bubble screens. Yeah, excellent offense. Don't <laughs> you, that's, and again, that, he's a product of that, which is brilliant. But 
intermediate throws especially he is so accurate he leads he leads receivers so they can get yards after catch um you know yep. he he's he's excellent at throwing the ball on the run um he's not forget the rushing stuff he's not the size thing people are throwing out Russell Wilson he's not he is Drew Brees that's but a little bit more athletic he's yeah. not he's not Russell Wilson he doesn't run he's not that quick right. he's not he's not got that kind of mobility but he's an excellent pocket passer who leads you know throws with touch anticipation as well that leads to yak which is hugely important yep um in in you know in the modern NFL you look at the best receivers now Odell Beckham we talked about runs the best slant I've ever seen in my life because mm-hmm. the angle he comes off at he takes safeties out of the game yeah but you need someone like Mayfield to be throwing in the ball if he gets a receiver like Odell Beckham yeah. he's iconic but like someone who r- f- runs really good routes yeah. they're going to pick up yards for fun um, so I, I'm really excited to see what he does at the next he, level he can move safety as well with his eyes very few of these quarterbacks can move safety he goes through like reads already yeah, yeah absolutely he goes through his progressions which is re- you know it's it's tough to assess college quarterbacks a lot of times because you know it is they don't do audibles they're not under centre um, but yeah he absolutely goes through progressions which is which is a rarity to assess actually when you see You'll see maybe one go from one to two, um, but he's going one, two, three, um, or he knows he's going back to two, and he'll, he'll look him away. So yeah, he's um, he's ahead of the game from that perspective as well compared to everyone else. And he isn't like you said; he, he's not a Russell Wilson. He's not one that will look through the first couple of of options and then run. No, I'm not saying that's what Russell Wilson does either. But Russell Wilson is more inclined to run it mm-hmm. um, as it's breaking down. Whenever Baker leaves the pocket, he is still looking downfield. He is not looking to run the ball instantly himself. Yeah, yeah. Which I really like because when you when you're a tiny bit smaller than the other mm-hmm. guys, you think, oh well. When they throw out the Johnny Manziel comparisons or something, he is not. He is not one that is going to just start running as soon as he's under pressure. He is still looking to make the pass, to make the completion, yeah, to wait for someone to get open. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he throws it into their body. Yeah, he allows yak. Yeah, he has the ability to elongate plays. He doesn't do what he doesn't create gadget plays. No, which is the difference between him and Manziel. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what he does on the next level. Um, obviously, the off the field stuff you have to address it. I'm sorry, it's there. It's on video. Yeah, um, you know, I think he was just a little bit immature at that point. He's definitely matured since then. Um, the Kansas game where he was, you know, grabbing his crotch and abusing people yeah. I, I just think that he's absolutely hyped and fired in the moment yeah um again it, that that took over um i don't mind people shouting and stuff philip rivers still shouts at opposing quarterbacks mm-hmm. or opposing defenses from the sideline yeah um so I, i'm I, but he can't have those gestures in the nfl you will get fined no. you will get taken out of games um you know and he he didn't i know he did by his own team, he got t- told he couldn't be a captain um, for that game, but he still played. I don't think he started the first series, but mm-hmm. um, the NFL, legit, he's getting game banned. Yeah. Um, so he needs to cut that out of his game. Um, that was one instance, so I can get over that, frankly. Yep. Um, the DUI thing, um, I think, you know, he's. I like the fact he's owned it, talked about it, addressed it, it's gone and now. What more can no, you do? No one talks about it anymore because he, he didn't do that whole, you know, try to make an excuse. He went, yeah, I was stupid. Shouldn't have done it. Only Colin Coward still talks about that yeah. video. Yeah, so I think that the off-the-field stuff is, um, you know, not as big a question mark as, as previous years. You know, Manziel had some legit problems. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield doesn't. He, he, he made a stupid decision, mm. and he's dealt with it, and he's dealt with it well. 
Um, and he just needs to be, you know, I love that fire and passion, you know, in that Kansas game, but he needs to be more mature and realise that he's t- going to take himself off the field if he continues to do things like that. Yeah. Um, which I think he's mature enough to do that. Um, and he's just he's just come off a 12-2 and two season. He's finished his career in college as one of the, m- the most decorated quarterbacks in college football history. He topped it off by winning the Heisman. Mm-hmm. But he also won the Maxwell Award, the Davey O'Brien Award, the Big 12 Championship, and a spot in the 2017 College Football Playoff. Um, he just... He wins all these competitions. He mm-hmm. is the Heisman winner right now. Mm-hmm. Yet, there's still massive question marks on... Well, he's not in contingent for the number one pick. We don't think the Browns are going to take him at number one. Unless they're they really fooling like everyone. Every, they, ev- yeah. ev- everything I hear is they really like him. They should do. Any Anyone that gets in contact with this guy likes him. Mm-hmm. He's not a, a polarizing figure when you meet him, no. by, by all accounts. Mm-hmm. So... I would start, I would quite love it if he went to the Browns actually because I think he could do a real job there especially with someone like Jarvis Landry yeah um, maybe Odell Beckham maybe Odell Beckham as well yeah you never know yeah that'd be uh, that'd be amazing um, yeah I really like him I think I I'm I, I don't know what to predict mm-hmm. um, frankly I think I like I love he's a winner I like his competitiveness the leadership yeah the the walk on chip on the shoulder thing yeah you look at successful quarterbacks you know besides maybe Peyton Manning um. But they've, they, you know, they've got chips on their shoulder. Breeze absolutely has one because they all said he was too small. Yep. Rivers has one for some reason. <laughs> I, d- I don't know why. No. You know, Roethlisberger, especially since... He moved you know, down the draft board, didn't he? He so moved he... down the draft board, had a chip on his shoulder, and especially since the allegations that came out of him, he, yeah. he elevated his game following that as he well. He did. Um, you know, and, um, you know, Rogers fell down the draft. Yeah, quite spectacularly. Yeah, and it's... Um, you look at these... Like Brady's the main one. Um <laughs> I like that though. I love. I love. Yeah. I, I. I think that's conducive to to you know excellent pl- quarterback play moving forward. Doesn't hurt, does it? No, no. I like it. I think it it, it just adds that extra level of competitiveness. So yeah. I'm just. I'm. I have no idea what to expect from him. I think he'll be a good player. Um. I just. I'm really excited to see how he gets on and where he lands. I mean, just very quickly on his inflated accuracy because mm-hmm. we have talked about it a little bit. But he did complete fifty-three percent of his throws of twenty-one plus yards over the last two years. Yeah, which is good. And completed sixty-seven percent of his throws when on the move. Yeah. So yeah, no, he's an excellent passer. It's not just sideways and backwards. no, no, it's 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 not at all. He's um, but he throws. Yeah, he's he's throwing out of his forty attempts, he'll throw maybe twenty screens. It's a lot. It's a high proportion. But that's the offense, and it works. So yeah. they're not going. It's not like those throws are. You know, it, they're not negative plays. They're winning games off the back of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's not a knock on him at all. Um. But uh, you know, as you say, the, the the opposing stats as well. He's he's still high. He's a high performer. But that's why it's up at seventy, and not if he threw ten screens, he'd still be over sixty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He'd still have a very, very good completion That's percentage. That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't, be under, so elevated. he wouldn't be under 60. No, absolutely not. No, I completely agree with that. He's quality. Yeah. He's and great. I would love to see him go number one. I don't think he is going to go number mm-hmm. one, but I would not be disappointed if he went number one because no. I think he is the standout stat guy mm-hmm. and the, the leader that you want in a, in a room. Yeah, I like him in New York. I would, well, I'd love to see him go to the Jets. I'd I like him in New York. He makes a lot of sense there for the Jets. You need a certain personality based on the media there, yep. um, and he he absolutely is that guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he'd be. I think he'd excel. We've got one more quarterback to talk about. Uh huh. And that is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Legit quarterback. He's not. He's never played wide receivers. I don't know why that ever came out as a 
as an option. He played running back a couple of times. I think the wide receivers things come out with the old, you know, the the Braxton Miller and um, it's insulting Julian Edelman and stuff. Um, yeah, from here, yeah, I can, yeah, I can understand what he'd think it was. Yeah, it is. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson then quickly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, six foot three. Yep. So bang in the middle, same size as Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Only two hundred pounds. So he's the we- the lightest, I should say, of all the quarterbacks, and it shows. Yep. Um, second longest arm span, thirty three and an eighth uh, inches, mm-hmm. and third longest hand span, nine and a half inches. That's fine. That's fine. She needs to be over nine. Played for Louisville. Came out of Pompano Beach, Florida. So the only East Coast mm-hmm. uh, player. Um, let's have a look at 2017. So, played 13 games. Yep. He had an average of 282 yards a game. That's fourth best yep. out of the five. Uh, 27 touchdowns passing. That's the second best, only behind Mayfield. Um, 10 interceptions. That's joint third with Rosen. And 59.1% completion. So that's fourth, but still better than Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Where he really comes into his own is the rushing stats. So last year, he rushed for 1,601 yards and scored 18 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And he's still not run a 40. No. He, I just he, wanted he, to see how quick he ran. We know he's... He didn't do that, though. Yeah. He's, is he 4-2 or is he 4-3 is basically what people need to know. Is he... So well, yeah. between 4-2 and 4-4, he is rapid. Mm-hmm. But he reckons he'd have run a 4-3, didn't he? That's... Well, yeah, you're going to say that, aren't you? <laughs> He is quick, but you can tell he's quick. But. So let's talk about Lamar Jackson then. Uh-huh. Come on. What do you want this, to know? This is the biggest thing, I think, in the draft, because he could be legit great. Yeah. Yeah. He's where he's the kind of future of the NFL. He's where You want a dual-threat quarterback. You want someone that can throw it. He has thrown it. Mm-hmm. Over 3,500 yards the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And he'll run it as well. Over 1,000 yards the last two yeah. seasons. Yeah. I, I think his accuracy... The the below sixty percent, I think I don't think he'll ever get above it. Um, and that's not a knock. That's just the kind of player he is. Um, he's he what he loses from that perspective. He there there's him and Michael Vick are the only two people I can think of that have that level of athleticism at the quarterback position. There's super athletic guys. Russell Wilson actually might be the biggest best athlete we've ever seen, but he's so he is also you know a top five pocket passer as well mm-hmm. so that's why he's so special but as far as pure athleticism just freakish yeah him and Michael Vick the only people I can think of um, I don't I you know and what teams need to get their head around he is a quarterback he 100% is yeah but he's a quarterback that needs to be drafted based on the fact that you ha- you are going to have to change your offense for him um, and team that's that's what's going to push him further down the draft than maybe his talent suggests. Um, and I think that's legitimate from a team standpoint. That's a big, big change. It's a culture change within your organisation. It's going to lead to issues with your wide receivers if they've got egos, because frankly, they're not going to be throwing the ball as much as they'd like to be. Um, so you've got to be a strong team and, and, and you know, a, a, have a coach that's willing to facilitate that and, and receivers that are also willing to facilitate that. Um, you know, we talked about Des Bryant at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, you see that transition from Tony Romo to Dak Prescott, and how he's dropped off, and he, you know, he, he became a bit more outspoken and yeah. and stuff. So that that's just an example of what what would happen because um, the Cowboys' offense much more RPO than it was with well, it wasn't with Tony Romo. So no, um, you know, teams are going to have to have to adapt to him. Um, 
You need to get your head around the fact he's not going to be throwing for over sixty percent. That's just my opinion. That's I might your, be, that's I might your be opinion, wrong. man. Um, when I watched the Clemson game mm-hmm. that he played, a lot of the times he was throwing it right into the into the numbers of the receiver, and they just weren't catching it. Yeah, no, I, I, they're not all on on him. I I don't I don't. He I'm had not, very little talent around. I'm him. not base. Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't at Louisville. You are right. Um, I'm not basing on that. I'm basing on his motion. Actually, I think that he's got a very very whippy motion. Um, and I think that he, because of that, he has a tendency to sail or underthrow. There's not a consistent thing that can be addressed, mm-hmm. and that's just me being critical. That's fine. But I, that I'm not basing it on his throws and the lack of talent he had at college. I think he. Do you know what? He'll throw some throws. He will make. He will look like the best quarterback in the league. He's that good. But so, just because of the inconsistency with his motion and the fact it's a little bit more whippy, he is going to be more erratic. It's just down to a mechanics thing for me. Um, but the things he can do with his legs are just astounding, and someone's gonna, you know, someone's gonna fall in love with him, and someone's gonna take him in the first round. I'm hearing the Chargers are absolutely in love with him, and to sit in behind someone who's competitive and someone who you know understands the game, understands how to win, read defenses, yep. watch film in Philip Rivers, I think that's going to help him immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just he's a special, special player, but they're they're the knocks really. You need to change your offense to have him in. Well, you couldn't stick him in. You couldn't stick him in now for Roethlisberger and run the same offense and no. expect to win. Get w- without being horrible, get into the playoffs. I don't think him running Ben Roethl- or a, a legit pocket passing offense. He's. I don't think he can get to the playoffs. But him running, ten, having fifteen, ten to fifteen designed runs, and throwing it for twenty times a game, twenty five times a game. I, th- I think you look at how well he's he's Tyrod and Tyrod Taylor got into the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you point. change your offense, he will do well. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm disrespecting him by saying he can't run. He's not going to win as many games as he would if you change your offense. Times are changing. They are changing, and that's fine. He maybe is this app, this new wave. Um, I do feel like he's been disrespected based on his performances at college. He was the Heisman Trophy winner in 2016. Yeah, I really, really, and this isn't him. This is you know he's being led into this. He's still a kid, frankly. But I hate what's going on with the agent thing and the the mum thing. Because if you don't understand the game, this is where you need to be guided when you're new. You're new in this. Look at Richard Sherman now. He's his own agent. Got himself released from a team and and got himself a really nice deal with a with a you know an up and coming team. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Richard Sherman is a grown man. This is why I I want someone to be guided and and have all of the information available. Someone that's been there and done it. I I love the fact that he likes his mum and he's 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 put her in this position. He trusts her, and and that's awesome. But she doesn't understand what what needs to be done throughout a draft process, contract negotiations. No, and it's it, it that that's just really frustrating from my standpoint. But has nothing to do with the game. But I th- his his actual play. I just think that could be a hindrance when it comes to teams not be- f- feeling like they've been able to do their due dil- diligence prior to the draft. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. So, but I, th- I, th- I think he's so exciting. Mm. He's so exciting. I just, um, I think the other knock on him though, mm-hmm. we haven't really mentioned it, is the frame, and people are worried about the hits he's going to take in the NFL. Yeah, he, and they're quicker in the NFL, and they're, and they're stronger, yeah. and they're, they'll be able to read him better. But he needs to slide. Yes, he needs to get better at sliding. But at the same time, this defense is going to have to change their their schemes to fit him. Someone's going to have to spy him the whole time. 
Mm-hmm. Someone's going to have to hold, like, hold off. Mm-hmm. So the safety's going to have to stay deep mm-hmm. um, to watch out for him breaking the pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, teams aren't going to... It's not going to be easy to defend against. We've no, seen I'm- people like Deshaun Watson, they come in. The teams have to start scheming against Deshaun Watson because he's dangerous on both, and Russell Wilson as well. Yeah, I think you'll see with teams that he's in, he will throw a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and wide receivers will have a ton of touchdowns. Mm. They won't. Ha- he will have one, maybe none, no receivers over a thousand yards. But okay. they will have eight hundred yards and sixteen touchdowns. <laughs> it's gonna, on, the stats are going to be so odd when yeah. you're playing in his team because teams will be so frightened of his his legs yep. that people are going to be wide open when it comes to the red zone. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's going to be it's that is going to be so exciting to watch. Yes. But his frame, he does need to slide better. He needs to protect his body because if a team's going to make an investment in him, they need to under- they need to know that he's willing to make an investment in himself. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be super intriguing. He needs to sit. He's not a day I one think, starter. No, I think he's going to sit. Mm. Um, they're talking about the cards as well that like he could fall down that far. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bit harsh. Again, I think someone's going up for him. I think someone's going to go up and get him. I think he'll be around the Deshaun Watson area. Around the 12. I think 12 to 15. I think he'll get taken. Rightly or wrongly, Jim, but I think that's where he's going to go. I think it's wrong for a player that's mm-hmm. actually as talented as he is. And mm-hmm. if you could have got Deshaun Watson at 12 now, mm-hmm. well, he'd never go 12 now, would he? Like, oh, no, he'd have gone if one. If you redrafted, there's no way Deshaun Watson's not going one. Yeah, no, the Browns would have taken at one. Yeah. So you're going to miss on a guy that could potentially... I don't think he's quite as good as Deshaun Watson... I don't think he's quite got the arm talent of Deshaun, but I don't. Yeah, I I think Deshaun Watson is. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Deshaun Watson's a better player. Yeah, just, I, just slightly, but then again, Lamar Jackson's probably a little bit better running it. Yeah, the only thing the only thing that does worry me is is and maybe maybe you're right, which is this is the new way it's going, and a lot more teams are going to do this sort of have these sort of players and have these kind yep. of offenses. But the one thing that does worry me is he is as physically gifted as Michael Vick. Maybe Michael Vick was just an incredible. That's what Michael Vick says. Michael, yeah, Michael Vick thinks he's better. Yeah. but Michael Vick had a better arm. Michael Vick had a cannon. But he said he also said that he didn't understand football the way that Lamar Jackson. Yeah, football. and I think that's really humble of Michael Vick to say yeah. that. But I just think that that guy, there's naturally going to be that that comparison made. Um, and Michael Vick was on some good teams, but Michael Vick never got to a Super Bowl. No, and I think that. You know, you. I can see players like Rosen. I can see players like Mayfield. I can see players like Darnold that mm-hmm. have all won the big. You know, at the big stage. You know, and you, you're again, you're projecting based on where the NFL's going. Yeah, I think he could be successful and win your games. He'll sell you jerseys because you know what, everyone will buy his jersey because he's that yeah. exciting. So he will make you money. He did. He did inflate that that Louisville team. They had no right to be oh, there. No. They were no, absolutely not. If you look at the Texas A&M game in the Music City Bowl at the end of the, the year, mm-hmm. he he threw and ran for over two hundred yards. Yeah, it's outrageous, outrageous. Yeah, that's why I want to see him run a forty. I just want to know how quick he is because <laughs> he's he is just frighteningly fast on on I tape. Think he he deserves to go top six, top seven. Yeah, you know. I, just, I think, I think at the end yeah. of his career, hopefully they'll be able to look back and go, "Well, how the hell do you go that low?" Yeah, I think he's gonna be amazing. I think he's gonna be a good player. Um, well, exciting. I don't. I someone needs to buy into him. You can't change yeah. him. He is who he is. He um, has got a lot of fans. A lot of yeah. A lot of people oh, are people, talking him up. Yeah, no, people will are just enamoured by him. Yeah. Um, it's the mechanics thing like, is a worry for me 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just a personal thing. It, it's just, it's super, it's not... It's more wrist than... It's, oh. yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, very wristy and it's not, it's not compact. Um, so I think it's just gonna be a little bit more erratic. Mm-hmm. But then he makes throws and he fits it in a window of about a foot. So I'm like, actually, maybe I'm wrong. But, but like I said, the receivers weren't helping him much. No, no. He makes some excellent throws that weren't caught. You're right. But yeah, it's just, he is gonna be more erratic than the other guys. He's, he's just not got a compound... Um, you know, consistent throw motion. That's just the case, unfortunately. Have we made any progress about the order we think these quarterbacks? Are I have going? no idea. I, well, where, where we think they're going, or where they should I go? Think, well, where they should go? <laughs> I don't, mate. I don't know at this point. It's um, which is mad because it's two weeks before. I'm um, it's not fair, is it? Because no every other year we've known the top two. Or no top one's three, pulled but... away. No, they, it's very much a preference thing here. Um, because if you really buy in. If if you're willing to buy into a player and change your offense and make it around him, I think Lamar Jackson should be the first quarterback taken. I think that if you want someone who's game, passionate, not afraid of the big stage, similar to Allah Deshaun Watson last year, you go for Baker Mayfield. Yep. If you want someone who you think is going to be super polished and you know um, legit professional, but also be able to make plays, you go for Darnold. If you want someone who's ready to go now doesn't have the highest ceiling but you know can lead a team and 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 and, you know likelihood isn't going to turn the ball over and put you in positions to win you go Rosen and if you want someone who could be just purely based on his his arm talent and his his physical attributes it's mate arm talent I'm I'm telling you I'm sticking I'm sticking with that no he's got no touch I, I don't know I don't know but I think that he he's got the most upside you go if you got if you're going on projecting if you think you can coach him up, you go for Allen. So it's it's mm-hmm. very much it's a preference. Yeah, it's they've all preference. got positives. They've all got negatives. Hundred percent. And hopefully we've covered them all off here for you guys. I, I so think so. If you didn't know that much about the five, then hopefully you know pretty much everything you need to know now. Yeah, I'm sorry for getting so excited, guys. I'm waffling <laughs> at some at points. <laughs> See, I don't think we argued that much. No, you've um, you I, I have mellowed. You've humbled recently. yourself in the last two weeks, Jim. So that's not. I am willing to listen to. People that I respect. Yeah. Is that why we kept arguing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here. But next week, we are going to do our full uh, first full mock draft. Mm-hmm. We'll probably do one just you and me uh, the week of the draft as well. Yeah, but it'd be interesting we'll to a, just a do all right. We'll, we week. can, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a, a, a joint one or whatever next week. Full and... first round. Yeah. That's all we're going to do next week. Yeah. I'll do the top, We've got some I'll other the GMs coming picks. in. <laughs> So that should be good. Um, in the meantime, guys, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter um, at Jim and the King. Um, but until next week, I've been Jim. That's been the King, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah.